0: There is a, a, a truth that there is always the potential for more. It's simply based on the fact that we're dealing with God who is infinite. And us being finite in many in many areas, like our understanding, like our ability to see the past and the future, all those type of things, uh, gives us where it will always be that the potential in God is, is always greater than what we're currently experiencing, than what we currently have. Now, in one sense, you have to be watchful that you don't get dissatisfied. Well, there's a balance in this. It's almost, uh, I don't know, it's sometimes difficult to explain. But we don't want to fall into the trap where we're dissatisfied with Jesus. Because how many understand He is the fullness of the Godhead bodily, right, right? There's no more of Him. I mean, He is our all in all. God is everything, and He is that in us, right? And so I never want to become uh, dissatisfied with my salvation as if it's insufficient, as if it's not enough, because right? that's never the case. What God has done in you, what He has done for you, what He's done, made available to us, it's enough for this life and for all eternity, Okay. But with that understanding, with that foundation, we should also recognize there is the truth in the element where there's always more. Why? Because I'm dealing with God here. We're talking about an infinite one. He knows all. He sees all. He is all. He's already there where we're going. You know, I mean, He's God, which opens up the possibility ...of my life to have no boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean boundaries in a disciplined sense. I mean the, the potential of no boundaries. The potential of, of great things. Okay? And, and uh, the Lord... I remember one time uh, years ago... This kept stirring up in my heart. And it came from the book of John... Um, I think it's the first chapter, might be the second chapter, or the end of the first chapter, where Jesus uh, was talking with a guy. What was the guy's name? Sitting by the tree? No, Zacchaeus. That was that wee little man. <laughs> Nathaniel was his name. That's right, Nathaniel. And uh, and the Lord said to him, because he was Nathaniel was impressed that Jesus had a word of knowledge, had <laughs> had a, had a or a word of wisdom saw him ahead of time and told him these things. Uh, he, he said to him, he said, you're going to see greater things than these. And he talked to him about how he was going to see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Obviously pointing to something that Nathaniel was going to experience where he was going to be seeing, uh, you know, a vision, having experiences in the Spirit where he's seeing angels going up and down. He said, he said you think that was cool, You better wait Wait till you, w- what's coming? You're going to see some stuff. Yeah. But anyway, that that's, that that phrase had, had gone off in me again a few years ago and still does from time to time. Uh, it's just I'll be praying along and, and you'll see greater things than these. You'll see greater things than these. I don't know about you, but that excites me. Yes. Amen. Amen. I, I think it's true concerning anyone who walks with the Lord that that really could be said about anyone, unless you're planning on backsliding. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? All of us that continue to walk with Him, and we mature and grow and we're in fellowship with Him, I believe that statement could be said, although it might apply differently for each one of us, if I continue to walk with the Lord, no doubt, greater things than these, I will see. What do you mean, what are these? Whatever I see now, whatever I have seen in the Lord, if I continue to walk with Him, I'm going to see more. I'm going to see greater things. Amen. There's more that we don't know. There's things that I don't know. It's That's part of the more that's out there. There's things that God does by His Spirit. Some things have never even entered our minds yet. Hmm. Some have entered the minds of some. One person has experienced God on certain levels and another person hasn't. All I know is this. Let's be aware, let's be mindful of the fact that He's given us His all. And really, if I never got anything else from Him, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good for eternity. I'm good because, man, I'm so thankful I have Jesus. But at the same time, it's like also there abiding with that is this knowledge, this expectation that there is more. More what? Again, that more can be various things. More experiences in God, more understanding of Him, more knowledge. There's there's more to your life than you you have experienced to this point. God's plan for you and for me is not a short-term plan. It's a long-term plan. Hmm. There are certain things, there are certain, certain stages and aspects to the plan of God that he designed would come into being as we reached certain points everybody understand what we're talking about as we go along in other words if i if i thought you know i'm dropping out of the race now i will never know what god had in store for me a year from now or 10 years from now or Whenever, tomorrow for that matter, I would never know what God had in store. But as I walk with him and I continue to uh, pursue his plan and purpose and will for my life, there's no doubt for every single one of us that will do that, you will see more. Greater things than these you will see. Amen. So this, this, this uh, you know, stirs me up. This stirs me up to do what? To look to God for more. Well, the psalmist said, "Deep cries unto deep." One, one, one way I heard that explained one time is a person said that uh, if there's something deep in you calling out, that means there is a deep as an answer. There's a there's a depth in God that will answer that deep cry out in you. Amen. And 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 in, and in some there's there's that. Yes, there's that, yes, there's that, there's something else, there's more, there's more. God's got more for me. God's got more for me. It's like, man, what is that? It's God's got something else for me. I don't exactly see, see what it is yet. I don't know all everything that it entails, but God's got more for me. Amen. The very fact that you have that desire. Come on now. That's oftentimes an indication that God is stirring something up in you to reach out for something in Him. He's brought a a desire into your heart so that you would cry out for that very thing that He wants you to experience and wants you to have in your life. And so yield to that. Give place to that. Let it come out of your mouth. Let it come out in your praise and thanksgiving. And you'll see that as it comes out of you, something comes out of Him. When you cry out to Him, He releases you and you come up into a brand new place. And it's a place where things are different. It's a place where things are better. It's a place of increase. It's a place of God's grace where you can operate and do things that you couldn't do before. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God begins these things. Sometimes we think, well, it started right in here. Uh, It started as a desire in my heart. Actually, it started with a desire in God's heart for you. And He dropped that desire in you. And it's like a cycle. It came from Him and He dropped it in you and you responded to that. And it went back out to Him. And then He answered that desire of your heart. And the completion of the cycle was, was finished. And what God planned for you came to pass. Amen. Let's learn that God doesn't typically do things just to us where we're just going along in life and He just does it to us. What He does is does it in us. He start, it starts as a seed, starts as a, a desire, starts as a, as a vision within. And then we let that out and we pray that back to Him. We pray that back to God. And as we pray it back to Him, now He's got a legal right because you were on planet Earth. Remember, human beings have authority in the Earth. You came back to him with that desire, prayed it out in the name of Jesus, and he said, I'm glad you asked for that. (laughs) Actually, you know what? It was his idea that you asked for it. (laughs) It was his idea that you cry out. He put it in you. (laughs) Amen. And then there's a release from heaven. There's a release from heaven, and he takes us up. He takes us higher. takes us from where we are. To where He wants us to go. And reality, it takes us to where we want to go. Yes, because in His plan, your desires, the desires of your heart are fulfilled. In His plan, it's like we feel like we're right in the right place at the right time. Amen. What are we talking about? More. What's that mean for you? I don't know if that's the same thing it means for me, but it doesn't matter. He's able to minister to all at once. He's able to be right in the middle of your business tonight and also be dealing with me and talking with me. But there's more. There's see there's an increase. There's a there's an increase that's coming to, to, to life. Thank you, Lord. And for that increase, for one, it's one thing. For another, it's something else. But that's always the case in God. You walk with him and he's infinite, he's mighty and powerful. He's God on the inside of us. Amen. And we're tapping into the resources of heaven, not limited to what we see and feel. The Lord and His presence and grace is able to take a person from what they are doing to where they might be doing the same thing, but all of a sudden that same thing has come up. It's happened to me at various times in ministry. Not every day. Might be really high. (laughs) But some sometimes when it was when, when, when it was discernible to me, where I was doing something, and then I was doing the same thing, but I was doing it up a step. So that can happen with anything. With anybody. And I, I'm, I I believe the Lord wants to do that for you, Amen. and for me. Hallelujah. You see, let me try to let me try to uh, explain this. Hit get, get me a note. Hit me a note. Any notes? What was what's that? G. 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 See how many know you can play a G, here. no, I'm not talking about up the scale, so okay. don't try to follow me here. And you can play a G here. Let me magnify in case you can't see that little difference from the back. Here. What do I mean by that? There can be more on the G. I don't mean that. (laughs) (laughs) There can be... A greater degree of God's influence on anything that you do. Hit me a drum, any drum. Any drum. Same thing, unless you think it's a sound or, or a note. There can be a boom here, or there can be a boom here. What do I mean? Greater influence of God on what you're currently doing. Yeah. Okay, and that's not how. Then it's not just limited to music, not just limited to preaching or teaching. You could walk into your office tomorrow with a gr- and you can w- walk in there where one day you were here, the next day you're up here, where all of a sudden what you were doing has greater grace on it now. Some people are already walking in it. You know. You've you've read their articles trying to explain to you how it works. But one time, things were operating at a certain level, a certain degree of success and effectiveness, and a certain degree of what it would seem the blessing of God on it. And then, all of a sudden... Because you stayed in God's will, you stayed in God's plan, you kept going, you didn't, jump, you didn't jump ship halfway through. But you stayed there and there was a promotion. Sometimes it's a matter of soaking in wave after wave. And you get in an environment where the glory of God literally becomes, you become saturated with His presence. You can't help but do things at a higher level. Because it's His presence. Remember the Old Testament when the Ark of the Covenant was out of town for a while? And, uh, and for a while it came to that guy's house. Who was that? Obed-Edom? Is that the right name? And, uh, and when the Ark of the Covenant, which in those days was just the presence of God, because He wasn't like He is now, but while that was there, what happened? Everything that He did worked, man all of a sudden success did he just all of a sudden get the latest manual on how to succeed he didn't and that's not to take anything away from wise principles and so forth a lot of that's bible if it's good but i'm telling you not all, it's not only a matter of what we do and how we do it it's a matter of god's presence on it it's a matter of that divine influence on what you do that's why always, there's always more for you. you. Say, man, I've learned as much as I've studied. I don't know if I had a there's anything else I can learn about this. It's not all about learning something else. It is about the greater one in you. It is about being saturated. It's about God dropping a desire in your heart and you praying it out and praying it through. And you coming out on top. You coming out with something greater. You're playing the same note. But there's just something different about it this time. You, you thought you did it the same way. And from the natural, it looked the same. It sounded the same. It felt the same. But now there's something on it. Now all of a sudden, man, it's working. Oh, there's something else there. I'm telling you this is the potential of your life. You are a believer. You are a child of God, and He's going to take you higher. He wants to take you up, and there is increase that is right in your future. Thank you, Lord. Never give up and never quit because what's coming right right, right around the corner, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I see a, I see a great benefit. In times of worship, in times of saturation, in times of God's glory in the house, a great benefit is that we become carriers. Yeah, we become carriers of something. Don't think it all stays here. Oh, no, no. There are deposits made in the Spirit. There's divine influence in your heart that comes and it changes the way, sometimes it's it changes the way you do things. But that divine influence, in fact, so, in fact, some of it will be a change of the way some people do things. God's influencing us to make changes, to make corrections. Amen. But it's so good. It's, it's, it's being in God's presence that allows these things to happen. He wanted it the whole time. <laughs> Amen. And now we're yielding ourselves, yielding ourselves to the Holy Spirit. And by doing so, greater things come. By doing so, the more your heart longs for, the more your heart is cried out for, the more (laughs) comes to you. Praise God. The more begins to manifest in you. The more, the more, the more. Don't take it light. Never take it light. Amen. That desire, you walking with God, you have those, those desires? Come on now. They're coming from Him. He's stirring them up in you so you can pray them out, so you can speak them out, so you can shout them out, so you can dance about it, <laughs> come on, so you can you, you can let that thing grow until it explodes in you and comes out. Yeah. You see, the Lord wants, wants us to walk in His will and His plan. He's got a future. He's got... Uh, specific things designed and laid out for you and your life. Thank you, Lord. And, uh, and what He's doing in us, as I walk with Him, He prepares me so I can handle that next step. So I can handle it at this next level. As I walk with Him, He steers me and directs me in the way I go. You know, I go and boom. in the spirit you know and I'm going through and he's just because I could easily just in myself just start going the wrong way (laughs) hey what's over there (laughs) you know you just kind of get distracted by something and then bump. I spend time with the Lord and he keeps me going as long as I keep going you know very few people if anyone walk a straight line you know what I mean by that I mean you've never veered off at all I mean we're all constantly veering to a degree I heard one time that one of the guys said who went to the moon that their their uh their course the direction wasn't just from earth to the moon you know shortest distance between two points is a straight line that would make sense especially if you're flying, you're not looking for roads, you just, just go. Uh, and I don't remember the, all the details, but I guess he said that they basically went like this to the moon. Because They they were constantly, the whole way, ha- they had to make changes. They had to make adjustments for the various conditions and factors involved in space travel. And, and they had some huge, huge area they were shooting for. I mean, like, Again, I don't remember, but like within 1,000 miles or something like that. And they barely made it. Like when they landed, they landed right on the edge of what they were shooting for. <laughs> it just wasn't, you know, picture-perfect driving. <laughs> they didn't exactly stay in their lane. <laughs> but they got to where they were going. Why? Because the whole time they're constantly making adjustments. They're constantly correcting to get to where they need to go. Did you bring a Bible tonight? Let's, let's take a, a look over here at 2 Timothy. Second Timothy three. Let's start in fourteen. Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, "But you must continue in the things you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them." I mean, no beginning is one thing; continuing is a whole other thing. He said, "What you started in, keep going, man. Continue in this." That's a message right in and of itself. Continue. Everybody say continue. continue. Verse 15, and, and that from a childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. Is that of is that value? He said, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. What does the Word of God do for, for us? It will make us wise. You say, I just don't really have very much wisdom. I'm just praying for wisdom. Well, praying for wisdom is a scriptural and godly way to do it, but let me encourage you to add something to that. The scripture. The scriptures will make you wise. Okay? Do that in combination. Pray and read. Pray. Remember James? If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask for God. Good. Ask for wisdom. Pray and read. And the word of God will make you wise. He said, verse 16, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Notice what what it is again. It makes you wise and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay? So the completeness that he's discussing here is related to and directly tied to having the Word of God in your life. Okay? The Scripture is a necessity, a prerequisite to wholeness. I am not going to be complete in my relationship and walk with God in the Christian life uh, without the Word of God. Okay? So that's just one good reason right there uh, for all of us to take time and make sure we put this in here. And in here. Right? Right? Get it in there. It will make you wise. It will profit you. It will make you complete and equipped for every good work. See, God wants to do something not just to you but through you. God wants to work something in your life. And you become less capable of doing that work without the Word of God. For example, the Word of God, when it's revealed to you, it will make you bold. It will make you confident in Him. Sometimes that's simply what people lack. They lack that in life. They lack confidence. They lack the ability to look at this world in the eye and say, I'm going to overcome. I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to do much. The Word of God will fix that in you. What you lacked growing up, what was not deposited into you as a child or what was stripped away from you by evil people in this world, the Word of God will put back in you. The word of God will fill that deficit and allow you to become the person that God always intended for you to become. But some evil person, some devil working through another person, took that opportunity away from you. But the word of God will put it back in. The word of God will make up the void and fill the void and make up the uh, fill in that gap in your life. Without the word, you'll be stuck. But thank God we've got it. Yay! What a what a benefit. It equips us for every good work. It equips us for every good work. It equips us to know more, to see more, to operate in greater things. It equips you to hit, to hit the note G on a higher level. It, the Word of God will equip you. It will do such that when you walk into your place of business, you're able to operate on a higher level. The Word of God. Again, here, here's what I want to I identify, though. Notice one thing that the Scripture is profitable for. It says for correction. Notice for correction. Now, sometimes we think of correction as being a kind of a negative thing. It's like, well, when you're really bad, you need corrected. Okay? And, and listen, I guess that's not out of the picture. If, if I'm bad, I need to be corrected. If I'm doing wrong, I need to be corrected so I'll start doing right. Okay, that's certainly a certainly a part of that, but not always is, does correction have, have to be viewed as such a harsh thing, as as or even in, in as a uh, man that corrections just hard. Well, it's not always. Sometimes if it's a big correction, it's more difficult. But we all have have and need to have continued and constant correction in our lives. Again, the example of the guy going to the moon where they're just constantly uh, making adjustments. You might think of it that way. I need to adjust. I need to just change just a little bit. I just need to adjust here and there so that I'll stay on course, so that I'll run into the greater things that God has already ordained for my life. It's the constant adjustment. It's the constant change. Amen. Amen. I, I know times when the Lord has now corrected me Now think of it in in, in light of what we're discussing now. Because some of those corrections are just course changes. It wasn't like I was bad or necessarily doing the wrong thing, but I came to a juncture in my life where I needed to make a change. I needed to make a correction. The Lord needed me to turn and go a different way so that I would end up with what He planned for me amen and uh those things those things are not always an exact science where we can say turn this knob pull this lever and you'll know exactly what to do i mean these things are known by those who live the life if you walk with god and you have a prayer life you communicate with him and you do that for very long you'll be able to You'll bump up against these situations where the Lord will correct you. What do we mean? Yes, it might be you're doing doing something wrong, but I mean the Lord will make adjustments. He'll help you to make adjustments in your life. And some of them you'll run into and you'll go, hmm, am I supposed to do something different here? Man, it seems like I need to change something. It seems like, eh, what is that? And that could be for a while and, I, and I, I've told some of the story here about how we started the church but it was kind of like that I'm kind of a long term person in the sense that uh, I'm not quick to make a lot of changes if in any way if in any way I would err it would probably be on I'm just never going to let go of something I'm going to beat that dead horse until I, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about Uh as opposed to being the other way which is just not the way I am where I'm just quickly changing all the time okay and but with some things like I I was in ministry um, in youth ministry and doing these things for a number of years and my mindset was I'll do this forever I'm I'm just going to do the will of God you know it's not like well you get to a certain age you can't do that anymore no, I can do anything with the anointing. It's not about the, all the nat the natural things, the outward things that many people attribute that stuff to. It is about the anointing. You know, when it comes to when it, when, it, when it comes to to worship and these things, how many know something more important than a great musician is a great heart? It's called an anointing on a person's life. Hmm. You know, someone can be a great singer. Another person can be. Maybe not quite in the natural area as much, but have anointing just coming out of them. I've seen people like that. I thought they don't really sing that good, but every time they sing, it's like, man, I want to shout. <laughs> every time they sing, I just want to worship God. It's like that's the anointing. There's something more there, and it's not always natural. But anyway, I was going, going along those lines, uh, along those, that, that path for my life, and naturally i'm just willing to keep going it's the way i it's the way i operate i keep going you know there's are there any uh hard days sure but just keep going <laughs> just keep going it's gonna get better and uh, you know uh, but i came up into this point of time where it's like okay i'm coming up against something here i'm i keep moving forward but it's like the lord's not moving forward with me anymore which way is he going (laughs) what's happening here and it gets to it that this is where you know you can just kind of explain by experience and if that helps some then good maybe you can relate to it Uh, you can't make any one person's experience bible right but you take the principle there but sometimes it's like you're going a certain direction and it's like the grace of god is not there anymore I don't mean grace for salvation. You understand the difference? Grace for service. Serving grace. It's grace to do something. It's like I keep going to do it, and it just doesn't seem right anymore. And it's not like you analyze it with your head, and it still is right. It's not like it's a bad thing. But it's just not like it was before. What's happening? Oftentimes that's the transition period you're in. It's like, hmm, the Lord wants me to see something, or do something different, or take a turn here and go a different way. Now, some have likened it to taking a shower with your socks on. You know, it just doesn't feel right. (laughs) And you're going a certain direction, and it's like, ah, something's wrong here. (laughs) Maybe I'll take these off. Now you gotta. When you talk like this, some people have to watch out. You just have to know yourself, okay? Because I don't know everybody, and I don't know how you are. Some people are just looking for an opportunity to be unsettled. You know what I'm talking about? To be unsettled in life. They're always looking to. Yeah, I gotta change this. They're always changing friends. You not have a. They don't have any. They don't have friends that have been there for a long time. Always changing friends or careers or. You know spouses or that's another issue uh you know what i'm saying and so when you when you talk about this they're going yeah i just don't feel right man maturity is what you need okay i'm just trying to strike a balance here but if that's really not the issue sometimes you're going a certain direction and it's like man there's something needs to change and with me i didn't know right away when it came to the the, the, the transition here i didn't know right away I just knew it was growing in me that it needed to be different. The Lord wanted, uh, more. the more I went along, I knew I'm supposed to pastor a church. And that became clear. But then how many know that's, you, you have to answer more questions than that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go pastor a church. Anybody need a pastor? <laughs> For one, no one was just ringing my phone. Two, it's not all about just doing. It. It's about timing. Yes. It's about location. Yes. And for me, it took a while. It took a while to get to that point. Yes. It took a while before I knew. I just knew things are shifting. Things are changing. Sometimes you'll know that in your life, a period of a time in advance. So, uh, you could know a couple years before. You could know something's going to change in my life. The Lord's got a different direction for me in some area. And you might not know what it is yet. Don't be concerned. Keep seeking God. Keep praying. Keep doing what you're doing until you know. But that point will come. Sometimes the Lord in His mercy and kindness, He lets us know in advance. There's change coming. There's a new direction coming. What's that? In other words, it's a, there's a correction coming in, in your life. And there's a time coming up for you to stay on the plan of God. You're going to have to turn a little bit. You're going to have to, or turn a lot a bit. <laughs> you're going to have to do something different. There's a change coming. That way when you see that, then later on, all of a sudden these things come up. You go, oh, that's what that was. Don't just throw it out. Don't just dismiss it because, well, I don't know what that is. You hold on to it. Sometimes you don't tell anybody. A lot of times you don't. You definitely don't tell everybody. <laughs> Are you listening? Because then you're, then you're opening yourself up to confusion because everyone will have an opinion about what you're supposed to do, and you don't want to even have to deal with that. But if you might have a, a friend or a you know, couple close, trusted spiritual people that you might share things with, you got to be sensitive to that. Uh, but the change will come. I remember when we were a- about to make this change, I'm going to try to tell Carrie and Rhonda's story. I-, I might tell it wrong. You just tell me if I get it wrong. <laughs> uh we were getting ready to start the church here, and of course I knew these guys long before that. Uh, Stacy's, uh, Rhonda's sister, Stacy, is married to my brother. And then we had other connections and stuff in the past, and and uh, through church and high school and everything else. And, uh, and and Rhonda used to do our, she used to do travel agency, and she used to do our missions trips that we take various places and get those all set up and and anyway so i'm just saying i knew these guys for a long time but i knew they they were plugged in uh they were involved with another church and so when we came to town here you know didn't know anybody for the most part you know there wasn't a group of people or anything like that i never expected for a moment that they would be a part of our church except i knew they would probably be nice and show up to least fill a chair for a couple weeks (laughs) so we'd have someone there Uh, but I never thought because I just don't think that way I think I'm not gonna try to I would never try to get someone to come who was a believer and they were plugged into into something else Uh, but here's where I'm trying to tell your your story right that the Lord began to deal with them like six months prior two years okay like two years prior to that see they didn't know we were gonna start a church because I know that because we didn't tell anyone, except for a matter of a few months before, and uh, and they didn't know that. But the Lord started dealing with them about just change coming, right? That there would be a change come, and, and so when that all took place, then they knew what that change was, and they followed the Lord and have been a vital part, you know, a big part of the uh, of the core and foundation of this church um, over over the last several years. All right, and so the Lord deals with people oftentimes. But sometimes in the beginning you don't know what exactly that is. But just keep looking because it's coming. The direction of the Lord is coming for you. It'll be made clear. Amen. Maybe it's one of those need to know things. Sometimes the Lord for whatever reason just doesn't tell you the whole thing. But you know, man, there's just it's like I keep going this way and something's not right. You know, the Apostle Paul had a situation. You can read about this in, in Acts, Acts 21 where he was he was determined to go to jerusalem and he ran into all kinds of opposition (laughs) from people who were concerned about him the bible says there was a group of disciples there that they told him it says they told him through the spirit small s uh they told him through the spirit not to go not to go and then a few verses later it says agabus the prophet now he spoke to paul and he took his own belt there, and he bound himself up. He said, that's what's going to happen to you when you go to Jerusalem. He didn't tell him not to go. He just said, get ready. Uh, you got a challenge coming up, up for you. And so it's interesting how he, how he really had contradicting uh, words. One was, when you go, this is what's going to happen. The other was, don't go. And so you got to watch out for things like that because when we're making decisions and you're endeavoring to follow the will and the plan of God for your life, sometimes you got to sort through and it's not just, not just an automatic pull this lever and turn this knob and poof, I know. It doesn't always come in vision form. <laughs> you know, I know multiple people who the Lord appeared to. I mean, physically appeared to open vision and told them what to do. But that's rare. I mean, because that's not the New Testament way. The Bible says those who are led by the spirit remember romans eight those who are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god all right and so most of the time it's not going to be that dramatic and that clear it's a matter of recognizing and taking time and sometimes the lord will speak to you very clearly bam it's a word from the lord and you got it but a lot of times it's a sentence and not a book right and so you you got to watch for adding to it And you just take it and say, Okay, Lord, I'm taking this. I'm living by this. And if you give me more, good. And He will over time. But we've got to follow faithfully what He has given us. Amen. And uh, I believe the Lord's directing us into, into greater things. He's directing you as an individual into greater things. He's directing us as a church into greater things, into increase. Amen. And we're, you know... I could talk about a lot of things. I could talk about our new building project and all that kind of stuff. Uh, We don't just decide to do stuff, especially when we can't in ourselves. We follow the word of the Lord. And, uh, you know, I shared this with with many of you, how the Lord dealt with me and dropped this. and, and, And he said, do all that's in your heart, for I'm with you. And right when we were getting ready to do something or think about going a different direction I'm standing in, standing in this building that I couldn't get peace about it's like ah, ah. I look out the window and bam came back to me again and it had been a couple years do all that's in your heart for I'm with you I said good because this is not in my heart <laughs> that answered that question for me I don't need to think about this anymore amen and so the Lord will say things different to different people a friend of mine was praying about going to Bible college years ago and they were were praying he was sitting on the stairs he was praying about whether he should go praying about whether he should go and audibly he heard go (laughs) that's all the Lord said and he said it in a dramatic way to him he said go okay (laughs) you know maybe his idea was the lord would say my son i would like you to on such and such a date pack up and move into a new country and (laughs) but the lord deals with people and he says things in different ways and we just go with him he's right amen you want to share anything along these lines Sure. You want to share from there?
1: Sure. All right. Keep it short and sweet. You know, I, just like Pastor Mark, had it drilled into me and very big upon being led by the inward witness and by the Holy Spirit. Having said that, you know, God's a big God. And I know (laughs) it was really wild when we um, were, when it dropped in our hearts to come here. And that happened as a result, in at least in part, of uh, I was just surfing the Internet and came across Pastor Mark and Amy's at the website here at the church and hadn't looked at it in a while. And I was like, wow, it's like, man, God, look what you're doing with these guys like this is just amazing. This is so cool. And so I call well email Pastor Mark or something and just said hey what's going on or whatever it's neat awesome to see what God's doing you guys and then anyway we got to talking and uh and, you know, through the years, a couple times, he would ask me, he knew I was going back to school in psychology, so he would ask me, Are you still in church? Have you quit drinking yet? And <laughs> things like that. You know, have you stopped doing all these kind of things? I'm like, Yeah, I'm working on it. And so, anyway, and he would all, I don't know, I don't know if you remember that, but anyway, regardless. I'd, That sounds like me so far. Yeah, that sounds like you so far. But a time or two also in there, he would always tease with me, you know, you need a job, you're looking for a job. And I would always just laugh it off and like, "Ah, anyway, this one time he did the same thing. And it's like, wow, something, you know, I laughed it off. But then later it's like, wait a minute, something's there, you know, and I didn't need a job at the time. I mean, we were doing well financially and I was in school and everything. And uh, anyway, one thing led to another and, uh, and, you know, we shared, it was like, you know, that that job thing, what are you, you know, are you serious there or whatever? Anyway, we kicked around the idea and, and, and just uh, talked a little bit, small talk about it. But then, you know, let me ask you seriously, by a show of hands, how many of you ever go camping? And then how many of you, how many of you, how common is it for you to see U-Haul trailers in a camping site? Do you ever see that? I never had in my life. Right after we talked, I mean, within a matter of a day or two, Christian, and I, and the girls go camping. I'm in this campsite, and there's a U-Haul trailer that says Boise on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I, and I'm like, Now Lord, you know, I know I'm not led by, by you know, outward signs and. You know, putting out a fleece. Well, Lord, if you want me to go there, give me a sign. No, I go by, you know, what's in my heart and the inward witness. Nonetheless, uh, that was there. You know, <laughs> it's like, hmm, that's it. And it wasn't just Idaho. I mean, it was Boise. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And then, um, uh, you know, there was another time to where uh, I was working, and I rarely ever, uh, you know, and this, again, it may seem coincidental, but it's just, to me, honestly, it seemed like some supernatural coincidence as numerous times in a row and uh, you know I never picked up a paper where I you know was and, and uh, I mean rarely and then I did and I, I'm i flipping through and you know and all of a sudden you know again bam there's like this article in Colorado and there's here's this thing on Boise and everything so anyway you know I wasn't looking for it but one thing led to another I could tell you a couple other little small instances like that but it was just incredible of how God started uh, work in, in that area. Uh, Annette, can you have me that black Bible right there? I've got a note in there. But, you know, that was, I guess, August of 07 or something like that. So, you know, even having said that, just like Pastor Mark said, he's not quick to move, you know, and, and we, you know, I know I was taught most people don't miss God by moving too slow. Most people miss God by moving too fast. So, you know, we had a Aubrey was in school, and I went. You know, we weren't interested in yanking her out and everything. We just figured, well, you know what. If it's God today, it'll be God tomorrow. That's and right. plus two, just because we're excited and the adrenaline is flowing, it seems like, oh, that'd be good. It's like, well, let's just sit on this a little while and just see and let it prove out. So anyway, we came and visited in November, and then you know, we're just basically just playing it by spiritual ear, you know, being led. Uh, uh, regardless of, I mean, that was after I had already seen all the. You haul trailers and all this, it's like, well, that's cool. It seems, you know, really supernatural, but nonetheless, whatever, I'm still not going to go by that absolutely, but it, it did seem pretty good. But uh, then anyway, uh, there's a situation, I'll, I'll share this, and this has come to a close here on this, um, my part, but uh, <clears throat> there was, the, we we, um, we had kicked around the idea that, okay, we'll, we'll just wait and we'll move in June of... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll move in June of 08 and, uh, and present that to Pastor Mark and see how that works. Well, anyway, um, just without going into detail, there's some situations where we're doing some work with some people, some contract things, and we were, and without, anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking things you don't you don't know what I'm thinking, but there's a situation where we let some people know ahead of time, you know what, we're going to be moving, and uh we were doing some contract work with them. Anyway, long story short, things sort of stopped, you know, after we tried to do the right thing and let them know way ahead of time, hey, we don't you want know, to take care of everything. We want to make sure everything's set up. Anyway, uh, personality style everything's like person got in fear and just like uh, tried to take care of things. So anyway, it came January, uh, actually end of December, and uh, the work that we had and very good income coming in is like, it came to a close, and we, we had a choice, we, we could have made a different choice on that and kept it going, but it's like, no, we got this in our heart to come here, but anyway, so I'm basically looking at, okay, I believe we're going in, you know, June or earlier, and, um, what do I do? Do I go get a, another job now or what? You know, in common sense would say, yeah, you need to feed your family. You don't need to pray about this. You need to go do what you need to do. Read your Bible. If you don't work, you don't eat, right? And, you know, lay around and sleep. No, you need to go feed your wife and kids, you know, do, do whatever you need to do, wherever. But, however, you know, in praying uh, about that, it didn't make sense in my head, but I have this as January 2nd, 2008, And, you know, I jotted some notes down on here, and and I wrote on here, you know, your answer is here already on this page, you know, and, and the Lord had just been ministering some things to me. I'll see, I have written back here. Let me read this and see if this makes sense here on this. I'll just read this anyway. It says, What you look at, and you know, it talks about walking by faith and being led of the Spirit. What you look at determines what you see. What you look at determines what you see, just like what you think about determines what you feel. Not by what others look at, but what, but what you look at. Such forth anyway. This says, in part, in part, and, and, and this is sort of jumbled together. But this, this one part that really spoke to me said, picks up. It says, in part of it, my answer, is to realize that you don't have to look for another one. You don't have to look for something else. And what the Lord was basically just being, you know, led of the Spirit and saying to me was, you know, simplicity. You don't have to look for another one. You don't have to look for another job. And there was something else, like you don't have to look for, for that. It's like you already got what you need. And I'm like, Lord, am I hearing you right? Yeah, you're hearing me right. I'll take care of you. And no, I won't and no, I won't show you what to do. Meaning, Lord, well, what do I do now? Show me what to do. What do I do now? It's like, no, I won't show you what to do. I'm already showing you. You know? I won't show you. I'm already talking to you. I'm already telling you what to do. Meaning you don't have to fret. You don't have to worry. Yes, it doesn't make any sense to your head do I go out and get another job? Because at this point, Pastor Mark and I hadn't even talked and he didn't even know anything about what was going on with our work situation and all that. And later we did. And then we moved it from March. I mean, from June to March, but still, you know, you're talking two months of not working at all. And, uh, it's like the Lord was basically in an essence. Let me see what this It says, look at Matthew 633, which is, you know, you know, that, um, seek you first and all these things to be added to you. And it says, I'm not trying to hide something from you. I'm trying to show you something. I don't want you to wonder. I want want you to know. And then went on faith as a persuasion. But in a nutshell, basically, I'm just saying, you know, that's part of being led of the Spirit too. When you've got every uh, natural reason to fret or to take care, and and, and, and like, Lord, show me what to do, show me what to do, you know, realize, you know what, He's already talking to you. He's already showing you. He's already showing you showing you and you know what or where on the inside and you just follow that out and so it was just good faith encouragement for our own lives to where um, we just hold steady and, uh, and he came through and he also ministered to me you know that in him I live and move and have my being it doesn't matter. I've lived in I've lived in 13 or 14 different states over the years, and it was like, you know what? You, you thought you'd live in Denver for the rest of your life, but guess what? In Him, you live. In Him, you move. And in Him, you have your being. So I mean, it's like, it's in Him. I mean, whether I'm in Boise, Idaho, in a supportive role, helping a pastor and minister, whether I'm what well, was in Colorado, whatever, wherever I'm at, I'm in Him right and it's in him I live and move and so anyway just uh I'm glad he's God just with his eyes some remember when I was 19 years old in the marine corps two two thousand plus miles away from home you know a young kid and being in a bible store <laughs> you know it's sort of one of those like the Boise <laughs> um trailer in the park you know the uh, open this bible or something falls open to psalm 32 8 that says you know i'll guide you with my eye you know and and you see so anyway that's it just praise the lord for his goodness
0: thank you lord well say it out loud he's leading me he directs my life he He corrects my life life. to make sure sure. i stay stay on track amen me know that's a good thing amen thank you lord well good good deal greater things than these the lord's got more he's leading us into it today
1: i should say real quickly to pastor mark just only because the context is greater i have seen through the years pastor mark just be blessed in whatever he sets his hand to. i'm just saying in a very serious way It's been really neat for us because, honestly, we're more blessed in our 15 years of marriage and, you know, as far as just being blessed and just living, you know, enjoying life, good, being here. So I'm just saying, yeah, I believe it was a greater good move of coming here. So I'm glad I'm entering into your labor. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Did I tell you about that change?
0: (laughs) I'm just messing with everybody. It's good to have fun, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Changes.
0: Play that G again. (laughs) Play it higher. (laughs) Amen. Well, uh, praise God. I trust you got something good out of this tonight. And I believe the Lord's speaking to us, directing us, helping us. And... uh, wanting to lift us up, wanting to take us higher, and no one's being left out. Just keep on keeping on. Between here and there, there are promotions in your life. Promotions where you will either do something different or you will do what you do on a much higher level. And that's in that's in God. That's in service to the Lord. That's in your career, your family. It's It's really... Any part of your life, God wants to be involved in it. Amen.